Ask the Podcast Coach for April 24th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. It means it's Saturday. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm Dave Jackson from the School of Podcasting. Dot com And joining me right over there is the one, the only, Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. I swear we don't check with each other in the mornings before we dress, yeah. but it seems like the last couple of weeks we've been picking the same colors, which is I almost never wear black uh, on the show. And that's that hazy black. Always good to be on Ask the Podcast. Coach. Yeah, and we were laughing before the show. We're like... Gosh, if only it wasn't such a slow news week, we might have something slow, to, sleepy, to talk sleepy, about. Sleepy week, not a lot going on. Not yeah. Certainly podcasters not talking about very much, no. right? But if you were sleepy, you know how you could wake yourself yeah. up? Yeah, get some coffee. Get a how little about cup of joe. Exactly. And that morning pour is brought to you by the one and only Mark over at podcastbranding.co. If you need a new piece of artwork, if you need a lead magnet, if you need anything to look good, if you're like, I don't know, my whole website's a mess. Yeah, Mark can do that too. And the great thing about Mark is not only is he an award-winning graphic artist, but he's also a podcaster. So he's going to go over, check out your website, check out your podcast, and make sure that your artwork matches your brand. And if you're like, I don't know if I even have a brand. And then you go, okay, Mark can actually do this. He will audit your whole website and everything and say, here's where your brand is working. Here's where it's a little messy. He'll actually do an audit of your brand. And then you can work with, again, Mark to make sure everything is working in the right direction. And we're going to be talking a lot today about Apple and monetizing podcasts and things like that. And the first thing people do before they hear you, they see you. So you want to look good so people will bust out their wallets and give you tons of cash. So uh, for more information, go over to podcastbranding.co and uh, say hi to Mike for us. Mike. Mark. There we go. And uh, money from heaven is fallen. Apple announces this week that starting in May, for 20 bucks, you can join this program. And is that 20 bucks a year or 20 bucks bucks annually? Yeah, it's 20 bucks a year. It's a little bit like the developer program, right? If you're going to make an app, the apps, I believe, are 100 bucks a year. This is $20 a year. And you basically pay that, and that enables you to then sell your podcast. And this is, there, there are good things and bad things about this, but it is super, like I was actually watching something last night where you can actually pick if you only want this to be available in a certain country, you can go in and say, I just want this in Uganda and whatever, or just the U S or just a whatever. So that's, I thought that was interesting because mm-hmm. that might get you around GDPR, but I was like, well, wait a minute. This is Apple, so you're not going to get any personal information from any of your subscribers, but you can basically go in. And I also wondered, like, what happens if you have a free program with an RSS feed and then you have this paid program, which is hosted by Apple? That phrase Mm -hmm. makes me nervous. Then I was like, how is it going to then... How are you going to get both? Is it going to somehow combine these two shows? No. So when they say you can get them all in one place, you've got the free version and the paid version all in Apple Podcasts. So it's not like it's going to mish it together. But uh, there's a lot of things that I think still need to be answered. And the fun thing about this is, and this is something that happens on a regular basis, is Apple broke their stuff. And people don't believe this because it's Apple. Why? How? And I'm here to tell you, they do this every year. And it's usually around big announcements. And so I had somebody email me at Libsyn and they said, hey, my artwork isn't showing an Apple podcast. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. Apple's having a really bad week. And I said, just be patient. Go back every now and then and check. It will probably show up probably in a day or two. And that person emailed me and said, yeah, I don't think so. That, that can't be it. <laughs> And I went, here's your show on Apple, like the web-based version of Apple. There's your artwork. Here's your podcast in Apple iTunes on my desktop PC, and your artwork is there. And they went, oh, and I get that. Why wouldn't you think it's your media host? Because, well, surely it can't be Apple. They're a one trillion gazillion company, whatever. But it did put a, and this goes for Spotify, this goes for Amazon, this goes for Apple. When the big companies make a boo-boo, 
the media hosts get crushed. And it's just because, A, I can't submit a new show. So that was another thing that's not available. And then all these other weird problems happen. It's like icky. But I guess the good news is, from what I hear, once this is up and running, it's going to be super easy for people who want to subscribe to your show to do it. So that's subscribe means pay for it. And you can set your own price. You can set a monthly price and a yearly price. And I don't know, Jim, what are your thoughts? And then we've got a hand raised in, in, yeah, in yeah, I'll make Clubhouse, it, I'll make but, it. but no, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Don't, yeah, don't. I mean, I'll make it quick and we'll get to the clubhouse folks. It's about time. Like this is about five years too late for them. They should have and could have been doing this a long time ago. There are other ways to do it. Patreon has a private feed. I tried, what was the, I had a listener reach out to me and asked me to put it on Oh, shoot. Now it's escaping me. But it's another way of doing an authenticated feed where they pay you for it. So this is these have been out there and they're not that hard to do for folks who are having who want to have a private feed of some kind. So I went, well, oh, OK, it's a way. So it's now a way to do it. The other services take they're going to like this is a pretty steep. You're going to pay 20 bucks a year and you're going to pay the 30 percent. Yeah of those pieces where some of the other ones that I've tried, I think Patreon and the other one, I'll look it up here in a second while we're doing, they're like at 10%. Yeah. They're right? all around so. 10. And the one that got me and Daniel found this out and I finally found it in the, in the terms of service. Cause it says 30% the first year and then 15% the second. And you're like, oh, okay, I can tough it out for the first year. No, it's not your first year. It's the subscribers first year. So mm-hmm. if Jim subscribes that first year to my show, he, Apple's going to take 30% of the money that Jim sends me. The second year that Jim stays subscribed, it will go down to 15%. So that's when I was like, oh, that's a different story. I thought I just had to stick around for more than one year. No, it's the subscriber. And the one thing that I want to get the question to, and this is what people don't understand, when you have a membership site, look, we have My Libsyn. Before Libsyn bought Glow.fm, we, we still have My Libsyn. Who's going to support this when the person that subscribed to your podcast didn't update their credit card and they can't get access to their stuff? Who's going to support them when they go, I can't remember my login name and password? And the fun part of that is that those emails, I can't find my password. I'm going to, can I say something slightly nasty? I'm going to paint with a very wide brush. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But it's funny in a way. Many times their email address ends in jim you want to guess jim's no. like i don't want to be the bad guy uh, <laughs> aol.com oh i was gonna say that, was gonna say that. <laughs> so that's my whole thing is who's going to support this because any kind of membership site you have to support that because people aren't going to be able to log in into this so that's my big when i heard this i was like oh because who are they going to turn to me they're going to turn to the libsons the blueberries and the captivates and go hey this isn't working with apple what's going on and you're like it's an apple thing and if they don't have a support team over there and the one thing i'm disappointed in for me a good company over communicates when things go bad Mm -hmm. they go completely transparent and right now to the best of my knowledge butkus in the terms of hey we're having a problem nothing no, you know, so. Apple doesn't have a track record of that. That's yeah. not, they're not, even on their hardware side, on the Macs, they don't communicate. They're like, we'll get back to you. We'll tell you when it's fixed and you'll be okay with that. Supercast was the name of the yeah. service that does that. And then Daniel had put in AOL, Hotmail, Yahoo. Yeah. I still have a Yahoo email yeah. account. Let's not be emailists. Yeah. Okay. And this, there's all emails are fine. They're yeah. all equal. They're, they send and receive just like all the rest of them. So Yeah, I'm trying to bring this up. We'll bring Jamie up on stage. Jamie, if you don't want to talk about uh, Apple, you don't have to. If you have a separate question, we'll be happy to answer that as well. But if you have a question about Apple, we'll do that too. But thanks for coming on the show. What can we help you with? Hey, Dave. It's wonderful to see you virtually. I used, I'm used to seeing you right in person and giving me a big old hug, so this is nice. But I'm really trying to wrap my head around this. I am unbelievably confused. And as a producer, I know I'm going to be I'm gonna be hit with a ton of questions from my clients, right. and I can't be confused. I don't get it. It like it seems, are they, is this like a Frankenstein approach where they, they, like a patchwork of services now? Are they a hosting site? What is the sameness or the, or maybe it's even easier to answer it. I don't know if it's easier to answer it as the sameness or the different differentiation, but com- comparing to other platforms that provide like subscriptions and 
Yeah, I'm just really trying to wrap my brain around uh, what exactly this is. Okay. What is this? Yeah, so here's the thing is for me, because I'm with you, I'm like, what's the difference between this, between Glow.fm, Supercast, all these other ones? What's the difference? And if you think about it, Apple already has your credit card information, right? Because you have to, even though podcasting's free, when you set up an Apple ID, you have to put in your credit card information. So now there's going to be one button that says subscribe. And when you click on it, it's going to say it's whatever, $4.99 a month. I'm just pulling that number out of my butt. And they say, okay, and they're done. And now I'm going to assume that they now have access, not via feed, but via the Apple podcast app they now have access to this bonus content that could be either bonus content, it could be advertising free content, whatever it is. So it's going to be the ease of experience. It's not a case of, hey, click on this link, what app do you want it to open up in? Because you're already in the app that you want to listen to it in. That's the downside of it. What if I want to listen to this in Overcast? I don't think I can. This this is everything is in Apple Podcasts. No, they're hosting it, right? It's the, They're the host provider in this case. It's yeah. on their servers. You're moving it there. It's not open to the public. That's, the, that's how they're making it work. That's yeah. the magic of making it work. Jamie? Yeah, thank you. So that that helps clear it up a little bit. So they are so are they hosting now just the paid side as a separate feed? Correct. In other words, I have all my shows already in Apple. So and this is just an additional thing I would be adding on if I wanted to. And then they would both be found under the same show name, but then the two different options. One that's hosted by my current provider, Libsyn, <laughs> and one that's hosted now under Apple that's paid. Is that correct? Yeah, because when you go into your dashboard... Assuming your dashboard works, which mine hasn't since Tuesday, you would say, I want to set up a new show. And Apple will prompt you, do you have an RSS feed? Meaning, do you have a media host or do you just want to set up a new show? And that new show with no RSS feed is this is a premium show that they are going to host. So there's no RSS involved with the premium stuff. It's on Apple servers. It's in the app and that whole nine yards. But if you, the one thing I keep asking, I've heard some people say, how do I move to this new thing? And I'm like, oh, so you're going to, you're going to sell your podcast. And they're like, no. I'm like, oh, then you don't have to do anything. So if you're not looking to sell your podcast or create premium stuff, like just stay where you are and, and you're good. Thank you. That cleared all of it up. I appreciate it. You're, this is why you are the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. Thank you so much. <laughs> See you, Jamie. Thanks for checking in. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's confusing. And the other thing, of course, that we don't know, but we all then ponder then, what about the Android people? And that's where we're all like going, well, does that mean by May there's going to be an Apple podcast on an Android platform? Because that would be cool. That would make it – because otherwise – why would I want to be on Apple Podcast? I would use a Supercast, a Glow.fm. Is there any other ones that do this? Why would why hasn't why is Apple Podcast not on Android today? Yeah, <laughs> why are we why are why is that environment missing that? I, I've never under really understood why they haven't done this today. Yeah, I think if it can, I don't know all the ramifications. Maybe there's some reasons it would, maybe it was getting blocked before. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, Dave, wouldn't you think? Or maybe or maybe Apple's thinking like, no, this is going to be iOS only. So that's going to leave out a ton of yeah, people. Yeah, 75% of Europe is on an yeah. Android phone. Yeah. Oh. And there's some, listen, there's some numbers that say Android folks are not, they don't pay as much as the Apple folks do on the phones. Apple continues to say it's a better experience on Apple anyways. And from a content creation uh, standpoint, uh, it's more profitable on iOS than it is on Android. So I don't know, maybe they're going to make a play. I don't, they, they didn't announce this. I haven't heard anybody talking about an, a new app coming for Android, but yeah. That would seem to make sense. Yeah. No? D- Daniel says Apple Music is on Android because Apple directly makes money from it. And now yeah. Apple has a financial incentive to have Apple Podcasts on Android. Yeah. So, yeah. So maybe it's coming. I, I think it would need to, right? Yeah. And if you're going to, yeah. The way that they're kind of, which, which is the same way that Glow and Supercast are promoting this is, hey, Everybody now can make money with your podcast. You don't have to have $5,000 per episode to get an advertiser. It's the Adam Curry value for value thing. It's, hey, mm-hmm. for bonus. That's what we do with this Patreon. And on this show, we have Patreon. You get an extra half hour and a couple other bonuses. That's the, I think the one thing I saw that's different between Patreon and this, unless you, I guess you could create multiple premium shows, is there's no tiers. Okay, if it's $5 a month, we'll get you this. $10 a month, we'll get you this. And that's the thing is, mm. let's say Spotify does the same thing. 
like which they have now, I guess, in a way. They have Anchor, but that's not premium. But anyway, if all of these don't make you exclusive, Apple's not exclusive. You can do a premium show on Apple, but let's say somebody else, let's say I have, let's say I use uh, Glow.fm or Supercast. I'm not limited to that. I can do that. And now if you're on an Android phone today, you can sign up at Supercast and go to town. But that also now means I need to upload my premium stuff in two places. And if there's, if this keeps going and there's a third one Mm -hmm. and a fourth one, you're going to be like, it's going to be posting your show is now going to take 20 minutes because you're uploading it to all these different places. So yeah, you've got some things to keep track of. Dave, do you think this puts pressure on YouTube to change their, because this is, they use subscribe in the same way Apple had used subscribe, which meant a free track and follow. Do they have to change? Because they, I think they're subscribe and join. I think join is the term they use when you can join the paid tier for creators, for content creators on YouTube. So does that put some pressure on, on, on YouTube? It's a good question. Honestly, I, because we've debated this. Listen, we've tried to do the Jedi mind trick as podcasters to <laughs> our listeners for the last yeah. 15 years. I know it says subscribe, but that doesn't mean pay. Right. Subscribe is free. Like we've done this. It's okay that it says subscribe because subscribe is free. And now all of a sudden Apple makes a change and I'm hearing all these podcasters say, oh, this makes total sense now. Finally, it makes sense. The same folks that a couple years ago were saying subscribe means free. So it, it does, listen, it does make the concept of following and the concept of subscribing make sense. So who knows where it goes from here? Yeah, Gator asked in the chat room here, I may be late to the conversation, but how will this affect other podcatchers that use Apple to pull RSS feeds? So their API, and there's lots of rumors. I was listening to Podland this morning with James Cridlin and, and Sam, and there's something in this whole back end that there's somewhere I, I haven't seen it yet, but there's a check mark to keep your show in the Apple API. And, and so this is a part that's very blurry for me right now. So to keep that in mind, what I'm saying is I have not seen this yet, but it, and I've heard rumors that Apple might turn off their API and that's just a fancy way of saying the back end. So I just heard where overcast is switching to the podcast index, which is Adam Curry's thing because it's, you have these huge databases and for years, all these apps have been pulling from Apple's database for free, and there are now rumors, and that's really what they are. I was going to say, they have, there's no announcement here. They no. haven't announced that they're going to change their directory. No, but again, Apple's not that big in communicating anything, but stuff like that you would have to, you would think. Well, why, you wouldn't have to change. They could still continue to have the free tier. Oh, I sounded like I was 17 going through <laughs> there <laughs> for a second. I had a, had a Brady Bunch moment. The, there, there's no reason they can't continue to keep the directory as is and have this premium service as its own thing. And that's, again, this is one. I don't think it would make a difference because well, these I other just, things aren't using an RSS feed. I wouldn't anticipate them changing that yeah. to, to say, oh, all of a sudden we're not doing RSS. Yeah. Could you imagine unwinding that mess? So. I, I'm thinking they're just going to continue. They still have the free directory service that you can come to and put, hey, here's your podcast posted here. If they were smart, they would do what, who's the ones who created the the podcast platform just to, and it's free just to snag the folks out. Well, I mean, Spotify could do this too with Anchor. Yeah. In other, in other words, oh, yeah, use the, it. The podcast one. Podcast one. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what it was. They created To the use it as a kind of use it as a proving ground and so you get you these th- and then you have people who are watching the stats who then start offering hey you got a you got a good podcast let's bring this into a premium tier so we can make money off of it that that apple should have done this years ago and i think they just didn't it's always been the that's podcasting but then the problem is apple is so big yeah. you're talking trillions of dollars and you're like well, what would that make us i don't know probably 50 million a year and they're like yeah that's couch yeah, not worth it daniel says i'm surprised that apple never put their api in the apple developer program which is 99 dollars a year yeah. that would make perfect sense to do ios developers are already paying for that yeah Dream so in, in the end it, right now it's not changing anything and i just that's one of those things where you go yeah but that would affect so many people i can't see a company doing that and then you go yeah but twitter did Twitter just went, hey, yeah. everybody that's made all these apps based on our back end, guess what? <laughs> We're cutting it off. Too bad. Yeah, but that's not the two that's not the two Apple million. and Origins, yeah. It's just that wasn't the the, the level. It, it was, listen, if they do it, you can call me wrong. I just don't think it makes any sense for them to unwind that directory at this point in time. It just doesn't make any sense. So yeah. Here, I don't know. here's the here's my other I don't know if it's a worry, but it's something I'm going to be watching. 
Jim, what is the the first step of making money from your podcast? I, I think the first step is getting, yeah, actually you have to have people listening. To there it, you right? go. That is the correct <laughs> answer, my friend. You have to build an audience. And I can see people just going, this isn't working. I'm not making any money. I've got my premium thing and blah, blah, blah. Okay, tell me what your show is about. I interview interesting people about interesting things. And you're like, yeah, how long you been doing it? I've been doing this for six weeks. I haven't missed a week yet. And you're like, yeah, it's no, you're too soon. So I think that's going to be fun to watch where people are like, well, I, I, it's, I'm on Apple. I'm doing the premium thing. And that's where I go. It is a value for value. And I love yeah. that fact that you can now, if people love your stuff and you've come up with, again, something that they want and you charge for it. I was trying to do the math last night because I know, I think it's Supercast takes 59 cents a person plus the 3% for the credit card charge. And I was like, if it's a $5 charge, and again, I'm just pulling that number out of my butt just because that's what Disney's charging. I think Hulu is six bucks a month, blah, blah, blah. That's again, you're at 10% easy. And then when you throw in the 3%, you're at that 15% thing. And I was like, huh. So it's a matter of, are you willing to give up double the so now they're taking a buck instead of a 50 cents or whatever it is. Never do math in a podcast live. A well, they, they would say for a much larger audience, right? In other yeah. words, they have way more people using that podcast app than that would be using in a, a Patreon feed or would be using Supercast or whatever. And the onboarding is so much easier. It'll be right there as people are searching. They can find it in the podcast app and subscribe to it if they're currently using the, the, the Apple app. They're there. I don't know. The app experience isn't the best, and and I don't know. I'd, I'd love to see some usage numbers, if my numbers have any. And I, I know they don't because they're just not big enough. You guys at Lipson, Dave, would probably know as we think about players by usage. We always talk about it. We talk about it by service. <clears throat> but what about looking at those players? I, I think Apple's going to make a run at, at seeing if this thing can pay for itself. Yeah. In some regards, right? Obviously, the, the $20 um, annual fee is is them attempting. It, co- it probably costs them a lot more to serve this. Because remember, they're not going to call you when they have problems with this. You have to call <laughs> Apple. Well, that's and, it. Like that, There's no great track record of customer support there. So no. if you're going to go with their premium service, I know that if I'm using the uh, the Patreon premium service, I know I can IM or I can call Patreon and somebody will answer the phone. Yeah. Who answers the phone in Apple? That's my it, I, that's my biggest worry cuz they're gonna they're gonna come for the Lipsons and the Captivates and the Buzzsprouts and they're gonna go my show isn't working and if I lost my password, I, you know, I, I, all that stuff. I'm like, where's the support for this? So That'll be fun. Michael in the chat room says he sees this as a way for Apple to squash the little guys like myself or even make uh, like mine podcasts that have pod faded or a lack of. Now, when I say they removed your podcast, that's a mistake. That wasn't on purpose. Yeah, there, there were okay. thousands of podcasts that were just removed. And I guess from what I understand, podcasts, yeah, so. if you search for them, they just weren't there. My problem when I log into podcast, my show is at, like when I search for the school of podcasting, it was in Apple podcast. But when I go into podcast connect and log in, it says we're updating your account. This might take a few hours. And it's been saying that since Tuesday. So it's, and then it will be interesting. Gator says, I heard that Spotify is going to counter this subscription service and they won't charge their creators. That would be interesting if there's no, why? $20. Then the other thing is, is really 20 bucks going to be the thing that stops you from it's 20, 20 plus 15 percent. Yeah. And oh, right? that's true. if they don't take the percentage again, you're the product in this. So when you're providing this premium service, you are the product. And so it's just, they have to think what's the motivation behind this? Where do they see value in it? The follow the money and it will tell you exactly where they're going. <laughs> So I just hope they fix the back end and everything quickly because it made for a very long week at Lipson yeah, because it yeah. was, like I said, I can't submit my show and then just all sorts of weird stuff happening and ick. So it's going to be an ugly couple of weeks, I think. There's a part of me that's, again, I'm just, I can't believe they we've had zero correspondence from them, even to say, oopsie, sorry, so... It'll be interesting. So uh, back to that comment about Spotify. Spotify has a legitimate, I asked the question why and follow the money. So mm-hmm. the money for Spotify is to overtake Apple, right? That's their, right. 
to become the number one service. So that's a loss leader for them if going out. If they're like, oh, hey, Apple, you can come here to Spotify and get this premium content. We'll host it, serve it up, whatever for free. That kind of makes sense. I could see them doing that for a while. Like no public company <laughs> does free things forever. Eventually the stockholders start going, hey, like we need to make some money off this yeah. thing. I would see it more if they do come out with this on Spotify. I would probably see that as a loss leader in the beginning. And then they're going to find a way to monetize it for sure. And so I don't think it'll be free forever. Yeah. Master Cauldron is asking, isn't the $20 per country? That's what I understood too. Really? See, I saw yeah. that as just 20 bucks for the right. I'd have to read the terms, but yeah. yeah. I'd have no, to- I understood it per country. $20, uh, $20 per country. Per store, basically, is what that means. Huh. See, that, that's how I understand. That gets I could expensive be wrong. now, depending yeah, well, on. Well, yeah. You know. Yes and no. How many podcasters? And there's probably a few who where it would benefit them from a bonus side. Because remember, they have to start processing payments in different countries. And that's different. Like yeah. that, that's a different whole different. When you think about taking payments now internationally, that's a mess. It's yeah, awful. Because that's not the way it is with the developers. It's 99 bucks a year for everywhere. Daniel's saying, I don't think it is. He's looking at it. Because, yeah, that would be crazy. The other thing, they say there's... I don't think it's crazy, but... Yeah, they say there's more stats coming in Apple Podcasts. And I was watching this one video. They do have an interesting thing they're going to do now. They're going to start showing you how much of your audience of your premium thing... I don't know if this is premium or everybody, but they're going to start labeling people engaged audience members. So if you can say, I have X amount of members, this percentage of them are engaged, what percentage do you have to listen to to be considered engaged? There was a number? There is a number, yeah. 50, 51%? You're close, 40. Okay. And I was like, okay, because I know on YouTube, I've heard that if you can get your audience to listen to 50% of your video, like you're doing great. So when they said 40, I was like, okay. But on the other hand, if that's premium content, I'm like, wow, that's, I would be disappointed myself personally if I made premium content and it, people are making it to the four minute mark of a 10 minute audio clip. I'd be like, eh. yeah, that, oh man, coach Dave, coach Dave said, I would love a stat to see how many times people check their stats. Yeah, um, I had a fun time this week with somebody who said, I don't want to be one of those people that obsess about their stats <laughs> and then did for a week. Basically, and there's just there just comes a time. This is the information we have. You can pay, you can compare one episode to the other, but in the end, yeah. you're not. There's some stuff you just can't get from podcasts, which is always. Do, kind do of you fun. ever, Dave, go back on the show? Like we know the live folks, like we can see during the program yep. the engagement level, which is pretty great. Do you know you ever go back and look at our stats for this show on where does it drop off? I haven't in where, a long time, and either in YouTube or Podcast Connect. Because there would be a tendency for it to drop halfway through as we thank our yeah, awesome that's true. supporters for, <laughs> for that. I didn't know how to do that any more smoothly, but <laughs> do you think there would be a drop and maybe people come back? Do they fast forward through this part of the show? Uh, well, we did have, um, if you are an awesome supporter, that now, based on one of the awesome supporters' suggestion, is it's now advertising free. So they actually, the awesome supporters don't get to hear their name now, which is interesting. But we're talking about awesome people like James over at the Dog Podcast Network. And Dave forgot to put his phone on what you call it. So I will talk. Yes. Or do not disturb. I thought that was new music that you were doing for Teacher's Pet. (laughs) Wow. Piano music now. That's pretty great. (laughs) But James over at the Dog Podcast Network, if you have a dog, and you walk that dog, hopefully you are. They do have the weird poopy pad things now. I'm like, it's like a litter box for your dog. In the, I'm like, no. But listen, there's going to be a whole new industry around dogs that pop up as people go back to work. Oh, Think yeah. about the millions of people who've gained a dog. Anybody in the chat room added a pet during the pandemic? I think there's going to be a whole industry of pet sitting. It was already there, but... Think about if you were a dog kennel or a, a dog walker or a dog sitter, how many more dogs are in the market? Yeah. 
I know I've thought about it numerous times. I've been very close. And uh, if you love dogs, if you love great stories, well, we've got a place where you get both, and that's over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. In fact, since you're a content creator probably listening to this, you can actually go over and enter a contest where you can win $5,000. Check it out over at dogpodcastnetwork.com. And, of course, we got awesome people like Max Trescott up in the air at aviationnewstalk.com. So if you're a pilot, you want to check that out. Greg over at Indie Drop-In. If you have a true crime show, a comedy show, or a scary story, he's basically got a bunch of listeners over there, and it's a discovery place where you can upload an episode and get your stuff in front of other people. Check that out at IndieDropIn.com. Shane, if you're into all things James Bond and every other kind of spy on spy and all the other things versus spy check him out at spybrary.com glenn the geek hebert over at horseradionetwork.com jim was holding up his his cup earlier there you go the big old hrn and uh, ed sullivan at soniccupcake.com if you're looking for an editor ed can help you out with that felix over at the latin podcast awards which have been around since 2017 latinpodcastawards.com greg over at debt shepherd find him at debtshepherd.com which is a great guy to know about this time because we're less than a month away you got to file your taxes in the good old usa kim over at toastmasters101.net if you're looking to develop your voice reduce your editing time and improve your content toastmasters101.net michael delaney over at baby mountain radio productions where podcasting and hard work are made fun find him over at babymountainradio.com and again if you'd like to be an awesome supporter go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome and we have many other ways that you can support us including sponsoring jim's mug or if you just want to do a one-time donation go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store so yes i would see where people might fast forward through that and i would understand that oh you though you do it pretty you do it pretty fast yeah, it's one of those things where I'm trying to find. I don't want to like blur through it because people are giving us money for a shout out. But on the other hand, I don't want it to be. There are times when I listen to No Agenda, and I remember I think the record once I hit skip 33 times. Oh, because they have a very long. Wow, yeah, they have a lot yeah. of donators, but it's like which yeah. is they actually went to more shows a week because the amount of people their donation segment got almost as long as their content. So they, they started a second show a week, which is a good problem to have. The Daniel, I, I got to go back in the chat room. I know Daniel was doing some some research here because he was talk, we were talking about the... Yeah, he says, yes, it lists different prices. This is from the chat yeah. room. You see that? Yeah. But I think it might be more like how much it costs to join from those places. Yeah. But it could be wrong. I, I thought I heard Todd say it was per country. Again, not verified. And I don't know. It, it, listen, it would actually make more sense per country, to be honest, from a paid standpoint, because the store processing is different. Each one of those stores is different. However, I don't know what the developer, Daniel, maybe you'll know this more. The $99 developer license, is that for all stores in all countries? So if that's the case, then maybe it follows that pattern as well. So I, well, I guess we'll find out more. For most of us, right, I think in the country you're in, and there's going to be a few exceptions, but for... U.S. podcasts, if you're in the U.S. store, you're probably exactly where you need to be for the most part. And that's not the same for everybody. So definitely worth digging in and figuring out. Yeah. So dev license all regions. So it would make sense that license would be One. would be for all. But I, it sounds like from our side, we've got to figure that out. Yeah. Dan says this sort of thing is exactly why it'd be nice for Apple themselves to communicate these changes. <laughs> yeah. Apple doesn't have a podcast. Little Tim Cook. Hey, here's what's going on at Apple. And then. All the no, they're too good for that day. They don't do what they yeah. they don't actually do what they say. They expect us to do what they say, but they don't. They themselves don't. There, there, there is other news. I think my favorite one, because Jim, you really? know, oh yeah, there's other news. There is really? other news. Oh, there's and most of it's not good. You know how much I love free media hosts because mm-hmm. I talk about them all mm-hmm. the time. If you remember, do you remember Himalaya? They sponsored oh, yeah. PodFest. I think they were flying people to PodFest. They were spending yeah. money like it was water. One of the big parties, right? Yeah. They launched with the $100 million, which later was eh, maybe it wasn't exactly $100 million. Yeah. They have uh, stated now that they're backing away from podcasts and they're moving more towards audio courses, which I went, huh? Because I'm like, any learning? Yeah. That kind of stuff? Yeah. Like audio learning? Yeah. But it was, again, it's another free media host that is, yeah, that doesn't work. And I was like, yeah, I've been saying that for years. Free is not a good business model. But the other thing is, 
if you just can't get enough of Clubhouse, then what you ought to do is go over to Twitter Spaces or Fireside or now Reddit is now developing a Clubhouse as is Facebook. Uh, they're going to be everywhere. They're yeah. going to be everywhere yeah. for next year. Yeah. And then they're going to be nowhere. Yeah. So <laughs> it's one of those things where Tom Webster had a great point. And I did this week. Three times I logged into Clubhouse and three times I got nothing out of it. In, in the one, I never found a room to go in. I just kept going, show more rooms. And it was just, I don't know what the deal was. But for me, I couldn't find anything that I was like, oh, yeah, let's go in that room. And it, in the immortal words of Bruce Springsteen, whatever it is, 57 channels and nothing on. If people keep going to these places and there's nothing to listen to, there's a reason I don't go to the AM dial. I don't want to, I don't want to hear big band music from the twenties. Dave, did you feel like, so when you went, when you go out to clubhouse now and you look through the topics, are you saying you're not finding topics that are interesting to you or it's just escape the nine to five. Yeah. How to run a million dollar business. Pinterest for, and I'm just like, okay. Now, on one hand, maybe I should be starting more rooms on Clubhouse because maybe there are other people like me that are looking for stuff like that. It just, it, at least at three in the afternoon, there wasn't a lot going on. And I remember the one night it was like about eight o'clock and I was just like, and then the one room I went into was just, again, more of a presentation. And I just was like, maybe I'm just picking the wrong times or maybe I need to change my interests. I know you in Clubhouse, you can say what you're interested in. Maybe I need to go back and. Who you follow rooms. matters. Too, yeah. on on yeah. Uh, clubhouse so you, if you the, the people you follow will surface n- newer topics i know i like maybe the last two weeks i was listening to a show daily for a while and then uh, the last two weeks i've just kind of stopped and yeah. uh, shoot this isn't it's it comes at a time i think i mentioned this before it, could, it comes at a time when i'm busiest like the yeah. 7 to 9.30 slot for me in my work schedule is, uh, that's my max productivity time. I, I just sit down and crank. No one's working yet at Gallup. No one's emailing me yet. It's yeah. quiet. And so I just crank. That's when the show was. It was from 8 to 9. Oh, but I could catch it later. Oh, no, I can't. Oh, I could subscribe to it as a, oh, no, I can't. Oh, I could listen to it on a, no, I can't listen to it when I'm walking later at 1.4 yeah. speed. So it. Dave, I think what we'll probably see happen is all these Twitter spaces and Facebook and whatever. It surprised me that YouTube hasn't hasn't announced some kind of right. some kind of audio only thing right on this. I think we'll see a year from now they're all like closing these things down or they've just gotten zero they've gotten zero use from them. I just I, I can't see it sticking around. Well, Facebook has added a thing, and we've got Chris Nessie on deck here. Facebook has added a thing where they're going to add a Facebook player to your Facebook. I believe it's page. And this is in addition to their audio rooms, I think is what they're calling them or something like that. So it's a way and it's built in to record it. So it's a clubhouse thing, but they're doing, oh, and you can charge to come to your Facebook live audio thing. So it's got Mm. some stuff that you can, oh, this is what clubhouse should have done from the beginning because clubhouse just got another bunch of cash. And we're like, I wonder what they're going to do with that besides put it on Android. But let's, let's unmute Chris Nessie and see what he's up to. Chris, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, gentlemen. Good morning. Happy Saturday to you both. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing well. So this morning, I I saw that you scheduled this as you do yeah. 10 out of nine Saturdays, which I love. <laughs> but I thought maybe this will be the week that I call in and I ask Dave why Dave doesn't do more on Clubhouse. And I was like, nah, I won't. But since you brought it up just two minutes ago, as someone who's a, a fan of yours, I respect what you do in the space. Why don't you do more with Clubhouse? I guess I should. I well, Last week, Jim brought this up. When you're building sheds and battling sewage in your basement and, and life has got in the way, I think it's part of it. So I've been just popping in. Twice a day, I walk around the block, about 1030 in the morning and then about 330 in the afternoon. Those are my scheduled breaks in the middle of the day that I get up and walk around. So maybe I should just start a room instead of looking for a room. Maybe I should start my own room and do that and and then i mean because because at this point anybody can start a club so there should be a school of podcasting club and ah, events and all those wonderful things yeah everybody can start a club except dave i I have i don't because i'm not in it enough apparently or i don't know i've looked into starting a club multiple times on clubhouse because everybody's like hey where's the school of podcasting club and then it was like you had to have hosted x amount of rooms in a week 
on a regular basis to be deemed club worthy. And I'm like, I'm not doing that yet. Yeah, I need to be on Clubhouse more so I can start a club. It's just one of those things. But yeah, I guess I just need to. And and again, not to suck up, but when you first got on here, yeah. I clicked that button. Let me know anytime Dave is talking. <laughs> I there to me, and I'm sure there's a lot of people that feel the same way, there's no such thing as too much Dave. Now there might be some people who do think that, but yeah. I'm sure there's I'm sure the people who want more Dave outweigh the people that don't. Yeah. Jessica Kufferman is the only person I know that said, do we really need to hear Dave Jackson talk again? I'm like, yes, we do. But she was saying that because I was a middle-aged white guy, not because of my content. And she's a friend of mine. She was joking, but I did say, can you find another example of another middle-aged white guy that can we not make Dave the poster child of that? Chris, are you, are you out there? Are you doing stuff? Are, Are you doing more or less than you were doing a month ago? I would say it's about the same. I try and do one room a week but it's based on my availability and it's probably not at prime time. I typically do a room around my podcast and the content I do on Tuesday nights at 10 o'clock Eastern time. And it's usually a small room, but I'm trying to still have a, a presence in the space I want to be in for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I've been thinking about to, to again, answer why Dave doesn't do this. Dave has too many podcasts and I'm seriously considering they're like, I do, it's hard to walk away from a logical weight loss podcast because I have 5,000 people per episode listening to that. But I just, I don't hate it. It's a great tool to play with, but it's like, what happens then is when I don't meet my self-imposed, hey, I should be doing this weekly, then I feel bad. And it's, I shouldn't have that in my life. If that's making me feel bad, I should probably get rid of it or sell it to somebody. Hey, who wants 5,000 downloads an episode if you're going to be talking about health stuff? I thought about that. And there's just stuff I need to, a lot of these are tests that I started and I'm like, you know what? And I jokingly say, this isn't a good show. Don't listen to this one. And I was like, maybe I should just get rid of all those or, you know, so. You should you just shouldn't say that, Dave. Chris, do you get a feeling on Clubhouse listening is up the same, down, what are you getting? We talked about maybe the last couple of weeks. What, what do you feel is going on over there? I Again, so as, as a teacher and one who is looking for other teachers to connect with, and that's the world that, that I swim in, I think over the last two or three weeks, it's been a little down. I know today that there is a big virtual conference that a bunch of teachers are doing. That's a big 24-hour conference for educators, over 170 virtual sessions, all these rooms, all these people presenting, a lot of people that I know. So I know at least in my space, that people are trying to leverage this platform to connect and learn and grow together. I know. I I think it's down. I feel like it's down. I haven't heard people talking about it as much. And I don't know if it's just because it was new and shiny. Because when I first started it, I I think it was the – I started two rooms. I didn't start them. I joined two rooms and I was, "Eh." but my third room was a bunch of people that I talked to at podcast events. So it's Ron Vaz from Australia and Rob Greenlee and Pat Flynn and all these people. And we're all just catching up. Like, how are the kids? We weren't talking podcasting. We're just getting caught up with the, uh, that was my favorite clubhouse moment. And not that every Saturday is not my favorite clubhouse moment, but that was one that was like, I got off and that lasted like three hours. We just yeah. kept talking. Yeah. And uh, so I think that's a good use for it, yeah. by the way. I think that's a great use for it. I'm, uh, here's what I'm sensing on Clubhouse. The, the folks who, who are in there were actively engaged and going crazy. They were spending a ton of time out there. Everybody I talked to was like, oh, man, I'm on it all day. And then all of them went, oh, my gosh, I actually have to do my job. They have been backing off like, I, I, I have clubhouse fatigue. When you're most engaged, you're actively engaged. Creators start pulling back. That means there's less content, Dave. That's where I was trying to point to mm-hmm. what you were seeing. Are you not seeing? I'm. What I'm seeing is that they're starting to pull back. There's just not enough time. There's I got to do other things like shower. So <laughs> you're like, this is, I'm sensing that the content uh, producers are pulling back. And it's just slowing down on the amount of content that's out there. And so this doesn't make it any any better or any worse. I just, Chris, that's been my impression is that we've lost or we're losing some of the enthusiasts. And, and the, the folks who were just coming to hang out have not necessarily jumped in to fill that void. That's the feeling I'm getting on Clubhouse right now. Hey, listen, it follows the Gartner hype cycle, right? So it, it peaked a couple weeks ago at the very top. It's going to dip. It has to dip. That's natural for it to dip. It, the question will be, does it pull out of that dip and then 
go on for more innovation or do they just continue to go down? They Two things. If they can come out on Android, that'll create a new peak. But then yeah. at some yeah, point, true, they've true. got to make some money. True. You know what I mean? It's, Listen, their Android launch could do a ton to inject a ton of new voices into this thing. So you're right. That could be another that could pull it out of the trough take it to another peak. And I think if they were going to do a monetization option, it would be at the peak of this Android launch. That'd probably be the smart time to do it when you have the the max usage at that point, because that'll pull the Apple people back as well. Like when Android launches and a, a new infusion of people, or it'll completely ruin it. Like when Android gets on here and it gets flooded with new people, if they don't do it the way they did with Apple, where they do these invites oh, yeah. of invites of invites, if they don't do it that way and they just open it up, it, you could they could just get the thundering you know hordes could just run the place over and now it's it's now it's fart apps and those <laughs> kinds of things going on so chris any thoughts on that uh i i see what you're saying and i, I was thinking when the android people come on that'll be the next wave of popularity because there are there are teachers i talk to that I've said, oh, would you like to be a part of this? I've talked about it on my podcast for teacher professional development. And I've had people reach out to me and they're like, I'm on Android. Can I get an invite? I'm like, sorry, no. I've got a whole list of people who, when it comes out, if I can invite people on Android, that there are people, at least in in my field, that that want to be a part of this and and get in on the fun. Yeah, Carrie has a great point here. She says, as a social media manager and personal branding advocate, I appreciate those who are using Clubhouse to increase their name recognition among new audiences and cross-promote to other platforms. Yeah, I should just start scheduling a Clubhouse room. You know what I mean? I don't know, Wednesdays or Thursdays or just plan it ahead of time so people can see it. Because that's well, the you other- do do. You do it Saturday. Uh, yes, like- <laughs> that's true. It's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's, it's there i don't know if you i may be wondering the week at a different time slot maybe an evening yeah that or you do something different ask dave or whatever yeah, right, right? And yeah. something along your podcast lines. questions answered or, yeah i don't know i don't know if you do the same thing it could be more for f- folks who just want to talk to you like open yeah. you know open mic with yeah. dave ask me anything kind of thing yeah kind of deal yeah. just more relationally driven listen you just said to me a minute ago or to us yeah. a minute ago the three-hour one that you did where it was just catching up with people oh, was yeah. the best one you've seen yet, yeah. right? So the best one you've done. Yeah. So, which makes me feel bad because we've done tons of these. What? But anyways, no, I'm just well, kidding. I think that <laughs> was just lightning in a bottle in the fact that, like, here we get to talk to all these great people. This was, like, everybody that I talked to at a conference in one place mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. You're like, oh, holy cow. Pat Flynn, and then you turn around and see, I think the only person that wasn't in there was John Lee Dumas, was somebody that I might bump into at a conference or that holdout Dumas. Yeah. But it was like Michael Stelzner, I haven't talked to in a long time. He was in there, and Ronsley is a guy from Australia, so I, he's in there all the time. By the way, he is a clubhouse because I see all the time on my notifications. Ronsley Ronsley Vaz is in this room, or blah blah blah. And it's like so. yeah, it really it for some it really hit really struck a chord it really was they jumped in there like man this is so great and and they just used they used it a lot well here's another thing i think one of the reasons clubhouse was so big is because we couldn't be social and it allowed us to be social without being social as things start to swing the other way like last night uh, we were all seven feet apart but i went over to my cousin's house and got a lawnmower and we Mm. were there for a couple hours and it was a great time It'll be interesting to see that when we're allowed to be social, if this if if that's going to take some of the wind out of the sails of of these clubhouse and the seventeen clones that have now come up based on well, that. So, Dave, it's like you said, if and, and Jim, it's about building relationships. So I know that there are people that I've been able to build relationships with in the time I've been on here that I wasn't already connected to, and I've had offline conversations. I've gotten to run some great rooms. I know that I've picked up new listeners who have never heard of my content or heard of me. So while people can still do that and make those connections, you talk about people want to get to know you, like you, and trust you. Use this time and take advantage of the fact that you can make that happen on here. Yeah, maybe I should make a a walk with Dave room. I was just thinking that. And when I go go out, out yeah, hey, I'm going to go walking at 1030 today for the next, I don't know, 10 minutes or so come chill with Dave. So yeah, I would, I'd actually, Dave, if you did something like that, I would try to walk with you 
in the it's like at the same time. That's okay. That's maybe that's better in some regards, although that that cuts into my productivity time. Something like that, where you're you've got a regular, then it gets you motivated to get out walking. Listen, we all need a little more fitness. Yeah. The the pandemic had two effects on people. They either got super fit, like they've never been fit before, or they're like you and me. Yeah. (laughs) And it's I could use some more walking. So, you know, it it is one of those opportunities. I think, yeah, Chris, maybe that's, that's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. Anything else we can help you with, Chris? No, that's it. I just wanted to to push you a little bit. All right. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate Appreciate the nudge. Always good talking to you, Chris. Thanks for jumping in, man. Appreciate it. You can find him at chrisnessy.com. Going back to the Apple, discover how many listeners you have. Not all listeners are the same. See who's listening regularly and who's just passing through. That's a new stat that I I was Mm -hmm. like, because they kept saying there was a lot of new stats. And aside from the one where you're now a active listener means you're listening to 40% of of the episodes when you listen. Not 40% of the episodes, but mm-hmm. when you listen to an episode, I from what I got of that. So that's that was one, but it was interesting because they kept saying new stats. And when I saw the screenshots, I'm like, that's the same podcast connect that we've always had. I was I didn't really see a whole lot of, of new stuff. But hopefully as this unravels and they fix the tech, it's just it's just a, it's a bummer because if you think about it, everybody right now that I've heard talk about this has said, wow, this could be game changing. It's going to be an interesting to see who jumps on this. Oh, and by the way, we have to mention there's all this broken stuff mm-hmm. uh, uh, from a PR standpoint. I'm like, man, you guys are getting a lot of buzz and you're getting a lot of, oh, by the way, this doesn't work yet. But three weeks from now, we're going to oh, get yeah. the Jedi mind tricks from Apple. There was never any problems. <laughs> These are not the problems that you're looking for. So yeah, let's anticipate that coming. They're going to be like, well, there was no problems. I don't know what you guys are talking about, but we, we didn't have, we didn't see it here. The old uh, tech support trick. I don't know. It's not happening to me. You're, I think, Dave, they're going to fix it pretty quick here and and have this thing up and running and, and, and working. And like I said, we, we won't think twice about it. We're the early adopters. We're hypersensitive to it. I, I just think it'll be, it just won't even be an issue here in a week, in a couple weeks. If you're on Clubhouse, you can raise your hand. We're going to be talking hardware when we come back from our short break here. But Ro- as, Roadcaster to Mac hardware. So yeah. something you might want to stay around for. Yeah. So as we kind of wrap things up on the School of Podcasting, there's been a bunch of things besides Apple that have come out with new features. And I'm going to be talking about things like Tidy Cow, PodPage, uh, My Podcast Reviews. There's a bunch of new technology for podcasters that the technology isn't new, but since the last time I've talked about them, they've come out with new features. So I'm going to be talking about that. And it was great that Apple came out with this. And I'm like, hey, that fits in already to this week's scheduled topic. So, Jim, what's coming up on uh, TheAverageGuy.tv? Yeah, Mike, my co-host, recently had his car broken into, and so we talked. There's nothing to motivate you to get some DIY home security like your car being broken into. So he talks a little bit about the updates. He did have a camera, and we talked a little bit, but he's replacing them. So we talk a little bit about that uh, home security in the DIY space. Not posted yet, but it'll be available a little bit later today out at theaverageguy.tv. Yeah, speaking of that, the Ask the Podcast Coach usually in the past 10 months has been coming out Saturday afternoon. It's probably going to be later Sunday, Monday. It depends. Cause now Dave has to mow the yard on Saturday. It's taking uh, after house chores. You need a robotic lawnmower day, but we can maybe talk about that in the post show. I've got a gadget for you. My, my actual yard is the size of a postage stamp. Oh, then you even, you need one even more. You yeah. could, you know, get a robot to mow your lawn. Actually. So stick around for some post show. We'll be back in just a couple seconds. Mm-hmm. 